This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey there, cat lovers. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Prim, and I'm a small animal veterinarian and huge cat lover. So I'd like to use this show to help all my cat-loving listeners learn ways to make their cats happier and healthier, and then they will live longer and live better. So I have with me today Cynthia Chomos. She is a super interesting guest because she develops Catios. Now, you might not know what a catio is right now, but by the end of this show, you're going to know all about catios and all about Cynthia. So we're going to take a quick break and come right back. Hey, Dr. Cat again. You know how every house has a certain smell or every place has a certain smell that you kind of associate with that place? I remember when I was 17, my very first job was at a toy store and it had a very, very distinctive odor because of all the plastic and all the things that were in the toy store. I could go into that toy store even today and I would remember that smell and it would bring up, you know, memories for me. But one thing your house never has to smell like is the litter box. Because for that, I found Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal. It seals and destroys odor on contact for seven days. A seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. You don't want your house to smell like a litter box. Get Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal. Arm & Hammer, more power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. And so I have Cynthia Chomos with me. Hi, Cynthia. Hello there. So you're fun and you're interesting because you do something that I think is very important for cats. So introduce yourself to us. Well, my name is Cynthia Chomos, and I'm a feng shui consultant, a catio designer, and I'm the founder of Catio Spaces. I design outdoor, what I like to call garden rooms for cats and their humans. Well, I think that sounds perfect. So tell us a little bit about feng shui as a concept. What What is that? So feng shui is basically it's the person-place connection. It's the study of how our environment shapes our life experiences for better, for worse. And it's based on a Chinese philosophy of being in harmony and cultivating positive energy or chi in our environment. And as human beings, we're very sensitive to our environment. However, cats are super, super uh, sensitive to their environment. And so I basically got into catios really out of a desire to create a more enriching environment for my own cat, Serena. And uh, so I I consider it feline feng shui, if you will. Well, I think that's perfect. I talk a lot about how I think we as cat owners expect a whole, whole lot from our cat friends to take them from being basically a wild animal. They're not so far genetically removed from their ancestors who were wild and expect them to live inside with us, which is a much more restrictive space. And I think that's what you're getting at. Do you agree? 
I do. And, you know, I think absolutely we want to keep our cats safe. And, you know, it's much better to have an indoor cat than allowing a cat to roam freely outdoors. And there's so many ways you can create enrichment for your cat indoors. However, the environment can become stale and stagnant. And you're right, they are wild at heart. And there's nothing better than, you know, bird watching or smelling the air and having the wind in their whiskers, chasing a bug, it taps into their more primal essence of who cats and felines are. I think that that is true. And I, when I first started seeing catios, I thought this was such a good idea. And not everybody has the space to build an actual garden space for their cat. But you have, you have lots of ideas for ways to be innovative with the space that you do have. Do you not? Absolutely. One of my goals as a catio designer, obviously I'm building in the greater Seattle area and every home and every landscape is unique unto itself. And one of my goals is to create a catio that complements the home that doesn't look like a cage (laughs) attached to the house. And there are many, many ways. I mean, something as simple as a window box that attaches to the outside of a window that gives a cat a bird's eye view and the ability to get fresh air and take an afternoon nap in the sun. You don't need a lot of horizontal space. If there's limited space, for example, a three foot by six foot by eight foot tall catio gives cats vertical space where they can get exercise and get up high and have lots of different level elevations. And then, of course, you know, there's tunnels that you can build that'll take your cat safely out to other areas of the garden. And there's larger ones that have room for human seating as well. So it really varies. And Catio Space is one of the sponsors of Catio Tour Seattle. And this is a trend that's happening throughout the United States. Cities are creating and hosting catio tours to educate cat parents and also bird lovers, bird and wildlife lovers, showing a variety of ways that catios can be created from something homemade to professionally built to online kits that have been put together and DIY plans. There's a lot of resources to give your cat safe outdoor space. Well, I think that 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 is very, very important because it gives the cat enrichment, but also protects the cat. So, so kind of educate me on this. If I, like today in my home, it is very, very cold outside. So if I had a catio space, is that something that I could shut off, you know, and close out the environment or how does that work? Great, great question. It's one of the common questions I get is, you know, how do I keep the cold air out and bugs out? And the beauty of cat doors is they are an insert that can be placed inside an open window. You'd open up your slider window, or maybe you have a sash window. And it's a mechanism that consists of a cat door and glass that fits into your window. And then you close the window. And with the cat door, it allows the cat to go in and out. So cat doors can be installed in a window. You don't have to cut a hole in the glass. They can be installed in a, in a wall which is another great way to give your cat access at ground level, or maybe there's a deck or a patio. And there's also patio slider door, pet doors, cat doors that could be inserted in a slider door. So there's a variety of ways you can get your cat outside into a safe outdoor enclosure. And the beauty of the cat doors is it's not permanent, of course, unless you're doing the wall-mounted cat door, which 
you know, it's, it could always be patched if you were to leave in the future. But the slider door and the windows are a great way, you know, to have something temporary, but very secure. That is great. So I know from looking at Catio Spaces, which which is a great website, by the way, I know that you have options for all kinds of people and all kinds of budgets. And you have plans and you talk about catios and enclosures and you have certain features and things. Could you go into that a little bit more for my listeners? Sure. One of the beauties, so I have a variety of DIY do-it-yourself catio plans that take the guesswork out of building one, um, include materialist, toolist, step-by-step instructions. And all you have to do is take it to your local lumber store or home improvement store and purchase the materials. Once it's built, there are endless ways that you can decorate. Um, you can bring in an indoor-outdoor rug. You can bring in seating. You could add a water fountain, branches to climb on. You can bring in cat-safe plants. You could even put in some grass for cats. I always recommend real grass, not the AstroTurf type, because cats like to feel the earth and the earth's energy. They don't want to have plastic underneath their feet. And the catio frames can be painted to look like a sunroom. It's really endless. And of course, adding toys and, you know, enrichment and other stimulation toys. So there's lots of ways to create really a a lovely outdoor space. I also recommend having corner triangular shelves that are carpet covered because it's a perfect place for a cat to just stretch out and take a cat nap in the sun. Well, that sounds wonderful. So you got to a topic that I really wanted to talk about, which is the the plants and some other specific things that I want to find out about. So let's take a quick break and come back with Cynthia to talk a little bit about more specifics on catios. We'll be right back. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog and he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio dot com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. So I'm talking with Cynthia Chamos about Catios and her company, Catio Spaces, is an awesome resource for all of you out there who have considered trying to enrich your cat's life by adding some outdoor space. And Cynthia has indicated that these outdoor spaces can be a terrific place for you as well as your cat's human to enjoy. So what about cats that have special needs, Cynthia? Do you have systems in place for that? Yes. 
depending on the special needs, ramps are a great way for senior cats in particular to get from one level to another. I recently designed a houseboat catio for two cats with cerebellar hypoplasia. And so the ramps and soft landings were super important because they're also known as the wobbly cats and they, they tend to fall a lot. So I added, you know, those, they almost look like puzzle pieces, the foam tiles. I put that down as a base on top of the deck and then did a lot of outdoor rugs so that they had a soft landing and then added a railing, a padded railing to a six foot long ramp that went up to a lookout that also had a railing. And so if there are cats that are blind or, you know, physically challenged, the ramps are, are the first thing I would recommend. So you talked a little bit about cat safe plants and I, I'm with you on the earth thing. I think that even human beings need to feel the earth beneath their feet. I think that it makes your brain more balanced to be in touch with your earth, but that's just me. But I know that we know cats do need that and plants are a part of that. Can you talk about some of the plants that you incorporate? Sure. It's always good to check any plant. The ASPCA has an extensive list of toxic and non-toxic plants. So always check first before putting a plant in your catio. You know, grass is for sure a, a great one. I've had clients actually plant grass in a pot because the cats, several cats like to chew on it. And I understand it's good for digestion. But catnip, catmint, wheatgrass, any of the herbaceous, lavender and other, you know, herbs are good. And there's a lot of ferns that are also cat safe. Just depends on how large the space is. And in addition to the plants, cats love warm surfaces. So even having some pavers mixed in with the plants, because when that sun hits those pavers, they warm up. And even if the sun has moved to another location, those pavers are still going to be warm to lay on. So in fact, I have a catio job on Tuesday and we're doing a combination of cat safe plants and uh, the pavers and of course, all the shelves and carpet covered areas. And I like to have a little pot of cat mint in a, in a pot up high too, where or cat grass, either of those would be great on a shelf for the cats to nibble on. Well, that sounds really great because I want, I want to be in your catio. <laughs> what about fountains? I did an interview recently and we talked about fountains for running water for cats. Do you ever incorporate fountains in your catios? I sure do. Absolutely. In fact, the very first catio I designed was for my own cat. And um, we called it the sanctuary. And I brought in a water fountain and seating for myself. So it's important to always make sure the water is clean. And uh, there's those ground level plug-in cat fountains that are super for that. And also just the sound of running water. It can attract birds and it just kind of creates a little more vitality in a catio. Water is very soothing for us and for our feline friends. Well, so you mentioned birds. 
So do you ever just, I know outside my cat-specific exam room at my animal hospital, we have a bird feeder that the cats can watch through the window. And I do a lot of my examinations in a window seat with cats watching birds rather than worrying about what I'm doing. Do you incorporate bird feeders in your catios? Yeah, outside the catios. I love that idea. That's great. Keep the cats occupied with the bird watching. Oh, it works really, really well. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fabulous. Yes, I absolutely recommend having bird feeders far enough away from the catio that the birds aren't going to fly into it, which I should talk about mesh in a moment. But there's been a, I think as cat parents, it's really important for us to be responsible for our cats outdoors. There's been a, a huge and a significant loss in the songbird population over the last 50 years. And that bird loss is, you know, it's due to pesticides, habitat loss, climate change. There's windmills. There's, you know, feral cats that are roaming in our communities. And also there's our domestic cats that a lot of people are letting outdoors. And nobody wants to have a, a dead bird on their their doorstep. And I think as cat parents, it's important to be aware of the big picture here and also protect birds and wildlife. So. Bird feeders are wonderful. Uh, It's a great way to keep the birds, especially during the migration season. You can have your, if you plant native plants in your garden, as well as bird feeders. And a bird bath is also a wonderful addition to a garden. I know in my backyard, I've got robins and sparrows and chickadees all taking a bath and my cat, Serena, who has four catios, by the way, she she just <laughs> loves being out there watching the birds. And I enjoy it, too, sitting out there and having a cup of tea in our catio and watching the birds. One thing to keep in mind, and I've, I've talked to Audubon about this, is the size of the mesh is important and the gauge of the mesh to keep your cat safe and also protect the birds. So in terms of wire mesh, Uh, There are different grid openings, and it might be a one-by-one or a one-inch-by-two-inch or a two-inch-by-three-inch or even a two-by-four. The wider, the bigger the grid, the greater the opportunity for a bird to fly into a catio. And the flip side of this is if a bird gets in, if it's bigger mesh, the bird has a greater chance of getting out. Now, I had a, wasn't a chickadee, it was a smaller bird, it might have been a finch, that got through a one inch by one inch opening. And fortunately, it got back out. I was sitting in my office and I have a beautiful (laughs) window box that my cat goes in. I saw the bird come in and immediately fly back out. So my take and what most people do is a two inch by three inch 16 gauge wire, which is very durable. And again, it, you know, it's a personal preference, but a lot of people will use the two by three just in case a bird did get in they'd be able to get out. And in terms of the gauge of wire, the lower the number, the stronger the wire. So 16 gauge is super durable. 14, when we professionally build our catios, we use 14 gauge, but we'll also sometimes use 16 gauge if a client wants a wider grid. Chicken wire, just as a comparison, is like 19 to 22 gauge. So it's super flimsy and I would never recommend chicken wire Because as you cut that wire, the wire will unravel. It's extremely pointed and prickly, and it's hard to get clean edges, and it's just not safe, especially if you've got coyotes in the neighborhood or dogs 
that could, you know, run and, you know, attack the side of a catio. So 14 or 16 gauges, super strong. Like I say, my cat has four catios. I do not worry at all about her. <laughs> not not a bit. She can come and go as she pleases through the various cat doors that I have. And the most important thing is making sure it's safe, it's secure, and it's escape proof. Well, it sounds really cool to be your cat. So I'm very jealous of her having four catios. So do you think that having a catio could help solve some behavior problems that we see in cats? Absolutely. Absolutely. With multi-cat homes, a lot of issue is, is a lack of territory. And I think too, not being in your primal environment. One of my clients, Carter and Bandit, Carter was super, super shy and nervous. And he would, you know, my client said that every time, you know, somebody would come in, he'd go hide underneath a chair or under the bed. And when he got a catio, she said he just came to life. Like he was more confident. He was enjoying being outside and he's less shy. And the two cats are much more, they're not attacking each other either. <laughs> there were some issues, you know, with one bullying the other. Another case is there was a client, a gal on the catio tour years ago. She had taken her, her cat to the vet and the cat had urine crystals and the vet's recommendation was supervised time outdoors. And so a catio was built and about three or four months later, she went back into the vet and there were no issues. So her that cat's health, I'm trying to remember his name. Gosh, anyway, <laughs> I know his face. He was a beautiful orange tabby, but yeah. And I've had other clients comment that the cats are a little bit more mellow. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think that it would. I think that it would definitely help. So that's why I wanted to have you here. Yeah. So I have a backyard. I live in Tennessee, so I have spaces and, and things. But I know that I have listeners that may live in maybe high rises or places where the backyard is really limited. And when you're describing these things, I'm having these visions of, of things built to climb the back of an apartment or whatever. What is the most unique catio you have ever designed? Oh my goodness. The colorful catio menagerie. I got a call from a client two years ago, who lives on Vashon Island, a very eclectic, artistic, one-of-a-kind cat lover who lived in a purple house with magenta trim in a secluded environment. She had four cats and she said, Cynthia, I know you do really nice ones, and but I like color. I love color I and it has to be bright. And my favorite color is magenta and I want a catio for every one of my cats. So we started, she had a bubblegum pink deck out back and we built what I call the, the catio cabana, which had cobalt blue walls and rainbow color rafters. And I did this really ornate door and there were all kinds of shelves. And that was for the first two cats, the twins. And then we did a birdhouse style for her cat, Foxy. And then we did another one out front that was another birdhouse style, decorated and colorful and then she wanted another one. And I said, Daphne, I said, before we do another one, let's connect these catios with elevated tunnels. So she has 160 feet of elevated catwalk tunnels that the cats can completely circumnavigate the house. 
and it delights her beyond end. She wanted another one. I said, no, no, I'm cutting you off. I don't want you spending all your retirement money on caddy. <laughs> she said, but they're addicting. And I said, yes. And she goes, well, I could think of worse things to be addicted to. Um, <laughs> Me too. But, but anyway, it's on my website on, on the videos. It's called The Colorful Caddy Menagerie. It is one of a kind, over the top. And it's just like, it's so delightful just to know that this space is for the cats and she can watch them out her windows, you know, circumnavigating the house and running. And she was on the Vashon Catio tour this year and she'll be on it every year just because it's so unique. But there's so many ways. I mean, that's pretty colorful. And, uh, but there's, you know, just a simple white painted window box you know, complimenting a home is another great way just to give your cats some safe outdoor space. Well, so I know that with the things that you have described, the expense of these things ranges probably from ground zero up. But what can my listeners kind of expect to spend on just a, an average catio, maybe uh, starting with a DIY one and go and go up? You know, it's going to vary greatly, obviously, whether you're using cedar or outdoor wood or the type of wood that you're using and whether you want a polycarbonate roof or not. But our most compact ones, the window box could run a couple hundred dollars in materials. The Haven, which is three by six or four by eight, you know, for a quality built structure that has a, a ground frame that the catio sits on, that can run, you know, 450 to 550. And, you know, it can go up from there, depending on the size. So, you know, between 200 to $1,000, you know, for a larger one, again, depending on the type of wood and whether you're using polycarbonate roofing or not. And they're built to last and they're not ones that are going to fall over in the wind or that, you know, you have to carry your cat out to put them in it. I think the three-sided catios are great because they sit right up against the house and your cat can go directly into the catio. And that's a more economical way to build a catio. So if someone lives in an apartment, for example, and they moved, could they take the catio with them if it was like that? Yes, you can. The catios are built in panels. You build two side panels and a front panel, and those panels can be unscrewed, and the roof itself could be customized to be one, one large panel, but they would be removable, absolutely. Well, I encourage all of my listeners to look into this. Your website, isn't it catiospaces.com? Do I have that right? Yes, yes. Okay, so everyone look into this because making cats lives better is kind of an investment in your cat's health and your own because watching your cat feel happy and feel good it's just fun it's like watching your own cat video thank you so much cynthia for taking the time to talk to us this has been so much fun i've learned so much today thank you and i hope everyone gets a catio for their cats <laughs> me too I, i'm gonna go look some more i'm very excited about this because i think it can help cats behaviorally and health wise so um and also i think it sounds fun to have pavers and plants and everything for me and my and my cats so everyone i would love to thank you for your loyalty and your amazing listenership and all um following me on social media which you do and then your comments also i want to thank my producer mark winter because as you all know without him we wouldn't have nine lives with dr cat on pet life radio and thank you cynthia for joining us today all of my listeners go out and have a perfect day let's talk pets 
every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.